Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, uh, a man with very, uh, very busy day ahead of him tomorrow is SEN Tracks Cam Luke. He'll be keeping track of the, the Derby, of course, the Empire Rose, the Coolmore Stud, Cantala in Melbourne, as well as the uh, the Golden Eagle up here in Sydney. Uh, $7.5 million in prize money. Um, Cam Luke from SEN's Trackside team joins us now on higher ground. How are you, Cam? I'm well, mate. How you doing? Mate, I'm well. Um, it's you know, spring carnival time. Look, I'm not a big punter. I, I used to have a dabble, but I haven't got many fun tokens left these days. But uh, all my mates, they love the spring carnival. I know you love it too. Uh, a terrific day last year, wasn't it? Even without crowds, um, uh, with Dennis Pagan and Johnny Get angry winning the derby. Um, so what, what have we got, 5,000 or a bit more allowed through this year at Flemington? Any stories looming that, that, like that one? Couple of big stories, of course. Just over five thousand. You mentioned last year. We were we were lucky and very privileged enough to be on track last year with about fifty people all up. So it was a very eerie feeling to be at Flemington and and seeing all that stuff and the emotion of it. Of course, Dennis Pagan, Johnny Get Angry, who we'll see run on Tuesday in the Melbourne Cup. Lockie King, whose dad Stephen had won everything as a as a jockey, and he's going to try and do what he did on Tuesday and win a Melbourne Cup. But um, there, there are stories left, right and centre. I think there's one really interesting one brewing tomorrow in the Victoria Derby. It's a horse um, that we talk a fair bit about as a very talented horse. It's called Hitotsu. Now, it's not coming from a stable that uh, struggles in Mara and Eustis, but it is doing something a little bit different. Going from the mile to the 2,500 metres. Hasn't had a run in between since the Caulfield Guineas, which is the best form race uh, traditionally for these type of horses. So... Um, while, while I won't exactly have the emotion of last year, Hitotsu for me is one to be very hard to beat. In the Victoria Derby where barrier draws play a huge part and the favourite gun stock has been drawn uh, on the second outside gate. I think mm. gate 17 will jump from. So that'll be the big thing for gun stock. But it's just, for, like, I, I, I'm excited because we're allowed back on track and there's going to be people there, which is one thing. But I am slightly jealous that I'm not going to be there for the Golden Eagle because my favourite horse right now in the country yeah. is I'm Thunderstruck. Yeah. And uh, I love the Everest. I love what Peter Volandis does. And I know a lot of Victorians don't like him and they think that he's trying to take away from, from racing in Victoria. But I love it. I love it as a punter. I love it as a horse racing fan. And I love the Golden Eagle. And I love I'm Thunderstruck at around the $4 mark to absolutely bolt in tomorrow and... Um, Put a nice bit of uh, cash in the back pocket for Price, Kent Jr., Hugh Bowman. Not that he needs it. No. Uh, and all his connections. Okay. Well, you're heavy on that. You're really heavy. I heavy. Like, I like the enthusiasm in your I, voice. I, I, I'll tell you how heavy I am. I have mm. backed him already to win next year's Cox Plate. Jeez. All right. That's, okay. how, that's how much of a superstar I think he was. All right. I think and, he is. He was, and he was huge in the two racking and do it tomorrow. All right. Well, okay. I'm going to follow that. Now, uh, in fairness to Vlandis, et cetera, this isn't Sydney v. Melbourne. I think there's proof, isn't no. there, that, that um, you know, the, the two can coexist with uh, big events up here and big events down there without taking the gloss off either. And it's probably attracting more more putters to the market um, and more, more eyeballs on the sport, I think. The Empire Rose, uh, Cam, that's uh, the first group one tomorrow. Uh, what's going to be the story of that race? I think the story of that race will be um, 
for Tasmanians. Oh, still a star is a, is a star on the rise, and Mystic Journey's been a star and is a star. And Tasmania are obviously in a situation where they can't, uh, you know, all the owners, all the trainers, they can't leave the state, so they send the horses over. It's happened a little bit uh, with Sydney, although that's opened up a little bit in the last couple of weeks. But the Tasmanians have had to send over two really good horses, and now we see a situation where they've got a chance, one of them, to win a race. Mystic Journey should have won it 12 months ago, and bad luck robbed her. But I, I think Tofane in that race, she, she stepped up to the mile in the, in the two racks. She only just got her own gender. And I, I think Tofane, and I know it's not exactly a situation that people love because favourite backers, but I think she'll be too good tomorrow over the mile. But it's a really good race. All right, we just lost you there for a moment, Tofane. All right, uh, for the three-year-olds, the Coolmore Stud uh, in the Congo has gained a lot of headlines at the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. But Extreme Warrior, uh, I think, will start at favourite. I think he will. He was brilliant in the Blue Sapphire a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he sat on the back of Profiteer, which is too strong. The big question will be, though, where he goes in the run. It's, it's always interesting when a lot of these young horses go down the straight for the first time. They look for a rail occasionally. You know, it's, it's different straight racing to, to a bend where so many of them are educated. An extreme worry. If John McNeil follows the outside, we're in the Congo, which is going to be a fair bit of pace in the race at Kalos. Uh, home Affairs, a, a New South Wales horse that ran in the Everest. They'll, they'll be the horses to follow. They're the ones that take them out. So Extreme Warrior gets on the back of one of them. He's going to be the one to beat. But I'm, I'm, I'm all about in the Congo. Mm. We went to Golden Rose, beat Animo. Like, there's no better form than mm. beating Animo. He goes back to the 1,200. I think he's perfectly suited. He's gone under the radar just a little bit because Extreme Warrior was so great a couple of weeks ago. But in the Congo, for me, I think wins the Coolmore in a race that is by far the best of the day. Jeez, again, I'm hearing enthusiasm in your voice, Cam. <laughs> I, um, I, I'm really confident about tomorrow, mate. I, I, have, I, I, I touched wood last year, Derby days, and I don't expect tomorrow to be any different. All right, we keep, we, you keep dropping out on me. I hope you don't drop out tomorrow. Now, listen, the Cantala over the mile. Uh, what's the story behind Mr. Brightside into his four-year-old season? Um, six wins in a row. We'll start favourite. Um, you with him or not? No, I'm not. He's been really through his race, but I'm with the horse at $19, Quantum Mechanic. He ran fourth in the two-rack. I'm big on Tafane. I'm big on I'm Thunderstruck, and he was only two two lengths off of him in the two-rack. So for me, $19, I think he is. I'm going to back Quantum Mechanic, but I think he's But for his uh, punters out there, always gamble responsibly. I think there's one at odds that's going to run a huge Cantala. Quantum Mechanic. All right. Um, finally, mate, because I think we are losing. You, you're dropping out a, a bit. Finally, the Golden Eagle. So we've spoken about that. It has created a fair bit of chatter up here in, in Sydney as well. Um, elongating Sydney's Spring Carnival, I guess. Mick Price and Mick Kent Jr. with the favourite here as well with uh, I'm Thunderstruck. So you are very, very keen. We, we go over it again, and, and I reckon it's almost one of your be one of your best for the day, is it? Best of the day on Thunderstruck. Absolutely no doubt it wins. Couldn't be any more excited to see what he does. I couldn't believe earlier in the week that some of the corporates were still allowing me to back it at $4.50. <laughs> I think he'll get run of the race from that gate. Hugh Bowman's a freak, as we know, and I, I mean that in the most positive way. So when he wins tomorrow, mate, I'm going to buy myself a new phone because I've had phone issues all week, so I do apologise I'm dropping in and out. Yeah. I'm smack bang in the middle of Burke Street as Melbourne starts <laughs> to reopen up as well. But uh, right. I'm thunderstruck, wins tomorrow, and we'll go from there. All right, mate. I bought a new phone today as well, but I can't work the bloody thing. <laughs> 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 all right. Hey, I, I, I'm thunderstruck. Mate, I'm, I'm sure when I get a new one. What's too short, though? What's too short to stay off I'm thunderstruck? Look, I, I've, I've got a theory when backing winners, nothing's okay. too short. But, uh, 
chance mark, I think. There's a couple of imports in there. Maximal, of course, uh, private eye, not an import, but he won the won the Epson a couple of weeks ago, so he'll have supporters as well. And, and the Sydney siders and New South Wales punters will, will probably dive into him. So uh, I think he'll probably start about 3.10, 3.20, but uh, don't be scared off by the price. You've got 4.50. All right, well done, Cam Luke. Thanks very much for joining us, mate, on, on higher ground. Happy punting tomorrow. Tommy,